When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is the level of grassroots rugby like in Tonga and Samoa? Do they have a club competition? Are kids playing regularly on a Saturday morning? Uh, tell us a little bit about what happens in the islands from a rugby point of view. I think rugby in the islands, is, it really starts in, um, it starts in the level of high school, to be honest. They don't have that, that kind of low-level club. Um, you know, where we start from five years old with Ripper Rugby, we did. I remember going back about four years ago with the New Zealand Initiative to promote Ripper Rugby, so um, just to kind of get kids that were probably at the intermediate primary school level to be playing, playing um, quick rip, it was called. But it was, um, but it, that's, that's probably the hard end. There is uh, village rugby or club rugby as such in both. I think Samoa's competition is a little bit stronger. There is a competition in Tonga, but I think there's still a lot of work in that, in that structure to really gain momentum. But again, the hardest thing as well is we know that there's a lot of players that uh, that leave the islands early to the likes of Japan and France and NRL. However, I think there's still room there that to really build, build the extra structure of the game um, and really have some kind of development program back at home that kind of nurtures some of these boys to, to be able to kind of have a flow through into into the minor and, and you know, the minor 20s uh, have started as well. So how can we build on that this year with, with players from, from, from the islands to come through to that? Yeah, and also getting them to commit and then not just jumping to mm. the Crusaders the following season. Would it take maybe some private backing to encourage players to come by, i.e., you know, hey, paying them, paying them top dollar, saying, hey, you know, we will pay you three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year for a Super Rugby season. Now I know that the unions themselves can't do it, but private, mm. some private backing is is that a solution potentially? Does it come down to money? It does. I mean, it's, I think we spoke about it before too. Whatever we, you know, some of these players that do get picked up as much, even even our, our two players that they were quite forceful last year have both gone overseas. Uh, Stowers and, and, and one of the other boys. So it, it does come to a point where where funding or resourcing um, minor Pacific is going to be really important. It's also the you know the base, like we said, it, it is definitely great here to have in New Zealand. I just seeing the support that they have back in um, back in Samoa. Um, I'm saying they'll get the same kind of excitement in Tonga. How do we kind of kind of build a sustainable kind of effort between Tonga and Samoa to have these boys kind of based Base more there. I know that it's tough at the moment because we know the resourcing and facilities are not up to scratch as such, maybe compared to where Fiji's at. But it's got to kind of come down to to a bit of that for the for, uh, for the franchise to kind of kind of find their real identity and keep going forward. Well, you've only got to go back the last thirty or forty years to see the talent that has come out of both the cunt islands. So I mean, for a lack of infrastructure, it's just incredibly scary to think what can be done if you actually put some resource and some coaching resource and some financial resource in and I think that's been part of the problem why World Rugby and some of those home unions have been reluctant because Scotland want to hold their place on the world stage don't though they are terrified they don't want to wake the sleeping giant though they don't 
Oh, look, we, and we know that, you know, one of the things, like you just said then, is it's around, yes, we, we have worked with so little for so long, but I think this has got to change at some point, and we, and, but we need to make sure that we've got the right people back in the islands um, who's able to kind of work inside with, with the guys here in New Zealand, with Moana, to make sure that we actually, honestly, kind of running that parallel, so everything's kind of aligned, and we're kind of going forward in, in this game, because... I still think there's, there's massive opportunities to do so. And I, I just feel like I can feel how happy the boys are back home. But I also can feel too that the crowd are wanting more as well. They want a result, right? We, we, want, mm. we want some wins under our belts to really mm. start um, getting this team kind of being in, in, the, in the talks of, of uh, competitions and stuff. So, yeah, stepping something to really look, look to uh, going forward. More Max boys, more Max boys. That's the key. More Max boys. <laughs> I, I couldn't be me if I didn't get man out, but Grimmer, and at least once, Peter, with you. <laughs>